welcome to the Marketing Plugged In Podcast. My name is Marcel Stack and I'm here with Daryl Winter. We talk about everything around marketing and the challenges you get involved with. Good morning, good morning, Darren. Hi, good morning. How are you? How are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing? And we've got less technical problems than we had on Monday, which is a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally true. Well, I'm doing great as well. Um, the second post- podcast this week. Um, excited to talk to you again. So, getting into it right away, I want to do a different approach. Okay. In a world filled with businesses, opportunities, endless amount of time, and interesting offers, a new hero is on the rise cold selling <laughs> want to skip the first dance and get directly into it cold selling don't want to spend hours of trying to get to know your client first cold selling want to sell your niche product to everyone cold selling out now for the ones that want to make fast cash and don't get to know your market is that going to be an video? <laughs> yes, it is. The topic of today is why cold selling can be frustrating. And, um, you know, obviously, um, it's going to be the next movie that's coming out and it's going to be running really well. Now, you know, um, just kidding. I just want to do a different approach this time and different intro. And the, the cold selling part, you know, obviously what you heard was like, uh, 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 not getting to know your client and and selling your product to everyone. We all had that experience, probably most of us then, I guess. It's an assumption, though, that we got approached by someone that was offering us something out of the blue, totally not interesting or relevant to our business at all. And, uh Yeah. That's what we wanted to talk some more about today. Absolutely. Um, I, <laughs> I find uh, that... I don't know what it you're is. blown away by the intro, right? I, I think <laughs> no. I am. I was hesitating because you said you're going to be doing something, so I was waiting for what that was going to be. So it's like, <laughs> that's why I was a little bit quiet, a bit edgy at the beginning. Um, <laughs> um, okay, cool. But yeah, yeah the, I think this comes around, I suppose, a little bit of annoyance where... You receive an email, like you say, and it possibly sounds interesting. You might click on the link and have a look and thinking, yeah, that's great. Um, but everyone's really limited on time. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> this is annoying. Isn't it? Cough halfway through the podcast. It's not good. Yeah. And let's point out one thing at the beginning uh, uh, as well, that this is around people uh, focusing on everyone with their niche product. Obviously, it can be different in so many many situations. We're just entirely now focusing on the people. It's funny because we we got a situation, a similar situation last week as well, and that's what we uh wanted to uh we thought like you know let's address it on this podcast on our very next podcast and um talk some more about it okay hopefully coffee's so, finished now so um yeah so you click on the link and then you think i'm interested in it and you reply back to them so well let's arrange a call but those calls can sometimes take a lot of your time up during the day so now mm-hmm. i just get to the chase i just say what is it you're trying to sell me how much is it 
um, and maybe a couple of other questions. But let, I don't yeah. know what it is. There's a few businesses, like massive businesses, the, the salespeople are, they just reply, they just reply with, they second navigate the answer, but don't give you the, the cost. They kind of hide some of the features and the benefits and they try to mislead you. It's really frustrating. Yeah. Um, there's one business actually in the last two weeks, uh, the conversation has been going on now for like three weeks. Um, mm-hmm. So, but in the last two, it's just been in this exchange. And you can see the template type style cold emails, even the responses. It's not personalized. Um, and all I'm saying is like, well, yeah, I just need the price. I'm not going to have a call with you to talk about a service that that may not be able to afford. Um, it's just a waste of my time. It's a waste of their time. But I think the logic from mm-hmm. their side is that they're targeting on appointments um, and they feel like if they have the appointment, then they could try and convert them at the end. It just doesn't work. It's really annoying. It's like you go through the whole sales pattern. You might spend an hour on a call, get to it. Oh, it's going to cost you a thousand dollars a month. Like, no, I just don't have that money. And I've got told you that, but from just don't it, do it. Yeah. Bad. It's like a dance. They, they, they want to skip the first dance, but they still doing the, maybe let, let, this sounds like a second dance. Let's keep it to that. So not really getting to know you and then do another dance around the part that, in which comes down to selling you the product. And, you know, um, it's so that's the frustrating part because you know what they're up to. You know that they're trying, going to try to sell you something. And that's, I mean, that's how the market works. You're trying to get your product out there, but please don't make it, make it don't please don't make it so obvious. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, 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 and please take the time into investing into listening and uh, getting to know more of your client. Obviously when you're trying to mass mass selling, then then use a different approach, but not mass selling by trying to fake personal the personal touch because it works the other way around. Like you're just saying right now, you're feeling like, you know, they're... I want to find it. I want, I want to send yeah. an email to their CEO or owner of the business and say, if this, how are you... Yeah, and you know, that's yeah. funny. I'm that mad about it. And I've been like, I could just say that, yeah. just not reply, but I think... I think because we're both in the same realm of, of what these guys at other businesses are doing, it's like, well, it's just mm-hmm. it's just bad business. It's a waste of my time. It's one of those things I still have to read yep. the email. And it's like, well, you know, it, is this guy just not getting my email? Is he bothered? Is he, it's like, just, yeah, it's just such a shame. And the service they were providing, and like it, you said, is niche. Mm-hmm. Nobody else that I've seen is doing what they're doing. So I was interested maybe this moment of frustration is that I wanted to learn a bit more about it, but yeah. No, but that, that's most of the times that is most of the times the, the, the uh, point, the biggest point of frustration is that uh, uh, um, being disappointed in something uh, um, that's, that's why most people then are like, you know, I want to, I want to say something to them. I want to tell them that this is not the right way to go around. If you would not care or felt anything, a connection, if you didn't feel the connection there, then you would just be like, you know, throw it in a bin and yeah. whatever. But you genuinely think this, uh, um, 
this product or this service is interesting. And that's why it's even more frustrating. And that's why most of the people are frustrated. Otherwise, they will just throw it in a bin. But this is really frustrating because you really care about what they're doing and you really think it's a great value. Um, but once again, you know, this, um, how you say that, this kind of like confirms the way that, you know, trying to skip the desk, trying not to get personal, automate, uh, uh, automating all that stuff is not always the right move. And the funny part is I have no, probably no idea about how big that company possibly is. But, you know, if it's, you said, hey, I wanted to reach out to the CEO and tell them about it, probably there could be a situation in which that CEO is not aware of this at all, that it's someone in their company trying to or trying to thinking that this is the right tactic. And then... Yeah, I suppose I would do it, but I don't, yeah. want, guy, I don't want to make the guy lose his job. It's like, that's, that's, I don't want that to happen. I mean... You know, it's a dilemma, isn't it? What do what do we do? Do we just leave it as it is, or yeah? No, no, I mean, to be honest, I wouldn't even care about that. If you're genuinely interested about a product uh, or service or whatever, just reach out and tell them what is it all about. Probably the chance for you to come through to that CEO because I had a similar situation myself as well, and I did that as well. Like, hey. I didn't was like uh, telling them I was bored, but I just tried to reach them out directly. Like, Hey, you know, I think this is genuinely interesting. Let's talk. Um, but you know, them having the time is always the issue. Um, yeah, that's what you get back quite a lot. You know, just get it under their attention and let them you're helping out in the end, helping out someone as well, because it's just bad business for them. You generally believe in the product. I mean, put it next to each other. Some just tell, it could genuinely help that CEO better his product yeah. or service. Think about it, not reaching out to him. Uh, you know, we're getting a little bit off topic about, you know, what else to reach out to the CEO or not in this kind of cases, but you know, just put it next to each other and think of it like you want, you think the product or the service is highly valuable to your own business, then it might be best in your own interest as well and their interest to just let them know this is going on and maybe, you know, something yeah, good can good come point. of it. I'll give it a go. Uh, and, and yeah, all right. So, um, yeah, and that's, and, and it's really, um, it's really a shame uh, that, um, not giving the personal touch to it is really a bad thing. And that's also the, the point of which we were trying to address the frustrating part of cold selling. Um, so that's, that's one thing. The second thing is cold selling. Um, yeah, it's the time issue. You kind of like addressed it uh, as well in your, in your story. Um, spending lots of time um, talking with them and then getting nowhere, you know, Basically, when cold selling, you're consuming someone else's time. You're taking up of their time. And um, if it's not relevant to them at all, that's... that's You can backfire, can't it? You can leave it. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it backfires. 
Because if, if you're trying to, to, to talk at everyone and you're trying to get, grab their attention and send them a semi-personal uh, um a semi-personal message or whatsoever. I mean, we need to stay on topic. It's cold selling. So, I mean, directly reaching out to them without knowing anything. I mean, just take the example of back, and this is a common example. Probably everyone has heard this before. Uh, you call someone uh, back in the days. It was like whenever you call, uh, you get get a call. It was like, oh damn, I get a call. Uh, let's pick up and see who it is. And nowadays it's like, when it's not a convenient time, it's like, damn, why is he calling me right now? Yeah. I know it's, it's, I think we all have related a little bit to a moment like that. Um, and that's the same thing with whenever cold shelling applies by cold calling, for example, you're reaching out to someone or maybe an email as well, uh, or a message, you know, through social uh, um, platforms you're asking of someone's attention. And if you're not genuine about helping them or, or, or being relevant to them, that can yeah. be annoying. And that's frustrating. Most of the time so it's time as trash folder anyway. So it's like, yeah, there's nothing personal in there. Don't really know who I am. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, you know, there's, I get so many emails about, I mean, search engine optimizing this, that, get your page on the first is get your page uh, trending on Instagram, get this, get that. And I'm like, it all ends up straight in. I mean, it. I know for a fact it's not personal at all, um, but it all ends up straight into the junk folder. And it's a shame because there might be someone in between all those emails that is genuinely trying to help me out but uh, and that's the whole thing why cold selling cold calling cold doing anything <laughs> is uh not working anymore i think it's because i thought i, th no, sorry, it, it, I, I, th I think it's, it's a lot of these um emails they're kind of similar ones to like i get i think because they just absolutely huge databases so the, the, the probably 99% of people, not really big with it, but 1% of uh, millions of addresses, somebody will respond. And I suppose that's just why they do it. But it's just, it's, it's yeah, yeah, I know it's really annoying. Um, I mean, it's the uh, the honor, it's just kind of like an honor code or a respect code to watch your own, uh, people could have to watch your own company. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm losing respect if someone approaches me like that. I'm like, you know what? Get out of here, man. Get out of here with your company. I don't really care anymore what you're having to say. If that's your approach, I mean, um, yeah. And that's what people could feel. I found a, a really good uh, blog about this. It's actually on HubSpot. I'm going to put it in the show notes. Um, and a couple of things. There's about five mm -hmm. tips. So I'm not going to go into great detail with them, but they're the first... Uh, tip they give or the first mistake that people can uh, can make is missing the decision maker so you're sending an email to the wrong person so they can't make a decision they're not really it's not that they're not interested but perhaps they can't do anything about what you're emailing them about anyway so yeah for, exa for example uh, for, I put this as an example you know um you uh, you go on LinkedIn. You do loads of research, don't you? Tell you're me. an 
<laughs> yeah, I do it a lot. I try, I'm trying to put an example oh, that's not okay. related to me, <laughs> but it might, <laughs> it might be easier uh, to do it like that. I mean, um, let's say there is a company that I really admire and uh, I want to create a video animation for them. It might be in my best interest not to reach out to the uh, human resource. Well, okay, this can be debatable, but might better not to reach out if you have three choices. The human resource manager, the graphic designer, or the marketing director. It might be best to reach out to the last one because that's the most chance and the one that has most influence and saying uh, than the other choices. I mean, um, yeah, and it's funny. That also goes for... But because people might think, hey, this guy's the CEO. Let's say we put the CEO to that summary. Then I th still think reaching out to the marketing director is more important because I believe that that person has been put in charge to make decisions based on that. So that might be something, you know, these, these, these are more tips to like, if you try to do semi-call, then this might be of help, you know? Yeah. I, I guess, I, right? These are the tips I that like you the are choice, going to share right like, now. If you were to send a cold email, who would you send it to? You send, and I think like you say, it's sometimes it, that's actually quite difficult to make that decision. But I, I think it goes back to personalizing the message. So like for yourself, the videos, some of the yeah, videos true. and animations you do are centric about HR issues um, and HR service. So therefore the mm. HR manager um, or director might have more impetus, I guess, it just depends on the size of the conversation. But what you talk to them? Yeah, it's, it's also yeah, absolutely. Thinking. True. And then how you speak to them is different. But yeah, but this better. No, how you speak to them yeah. is different to right. how you speak to the the marketing director, because their language would be different and their reasoning would be different as well, isn't it? It's uh... yeah, it is. It's it's. Just, it, it, I mean, and that yeah, that's the frustrating part as well. I think yeah, that obviously this relates to it as well. If yeah, if you're not personalized, if you're not reaching out to the right people, if you're reaching out, if you're doing, I mean, getting emails about stuff that's not interesting to you or relevant to you, um, mm -hmm. that can be annoying and frustrating as well. So that's, you can turn it the other way around. And that's where, yeah, yeah it adds up to the, the list of all. But, it all you know, it all comes down to one time and two personal, personal uh, the personal message. Obviously, if it's a personal message, then it's not yeah. that cold. But, you know, we're trying to talk about the people. This is just a quick reminder. We're trying to talk about the people that don't put effort into anything thing of that just boom get out there not focusing and just trying to sell um, the, the product. second tip was um yeah. don't trick people into opening your emails so like if you put your subject line and that's another one isn't it it's the <laughs> clickbait and it misleading yeah, uh, headlines and i think that's, uh, that's probably yeah. a little bit what we talked about beforehand it's it's the deception um and kind of like misleading people maybe not even if you do everything else right and then you don't give them the correct information or you might just miss a little bit out. It's like, be honest, uh, because if yeah. you're honest, people will respect True. that. 
Yeah, and yeah, that's the whole thing about cold as well. It's it's a little bit disrespecting in a way because it feels like they didn't put mm-hmm. any effort into it, and then they're trying to do a personal touch to it, and that makes it even more worse. It's like, come on, really? You're trying to fake me. You're trying to trick me, and that's well, that's probably the worst thing. Funny thing, you talked about misleading headlines. You do can play around it smart, you know. Think about a topic title that might be um, triggering people into clicking. You still provide them the information. You cannot make a headline that's not, um, um, how you say that? It's not provided with a correct email towards to it, you know. You cannot do two different things, but you can make an interesting uh, headline. I think you said, sorry, go on. For example, one of, yeah. Now, for the example, the one thing that I, um, uh, for example, a blog. I, I just created some blogs, and one of the blog had titles. I, th- I thought long about it. It was like, um, the 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 um the blog was about like why it is not interesting to it, it it's not that worse to have longer video animations unless the story is on point so i thought about about the 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 yeah. headline you know like you know i could do many kinds of stuff but eventually what i came up with was like the length of your video does not matter and that's debatable people think that's debatable you know but that's a smart way of going around the title itself because you want to trigger people into like reading it okay well if that's case well you you better try to convince me and that's the way you can play around with the headlines of your email as well you know i think just Um, good Googling those yeah, the same that title and sticking it, um, have a look at what other people are using can give you some ideas as well. Um, it, yeah. It's like you say, it's all, yeah, it is. You're just, just playing play around, around with stuff. And, but like you say, keep it focused and don't go off. Don't start talking about things that don't, uh, that you're not talking about um, in, the, in the email or in the article because then people will switch off and don't engage with it. Whereas if it's a really well-written article, it's focused, it yeah. talks about, you know, it's a fairly balanced article, then that hopefully you'll get comments or generate more traffic. That's that, that's the win, isn't it? That's what you want. You want people to convert the email, people to read the article. Yeah. That's that's what this whole you know this 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 uh, this topic was all about. It's also like you know not tricking people, not uh, uh, being genuine, getting to know the person on the other side. Don't try to reach everyone with your message. Try to be specific because in the end, it's not working. It's just not working. That's actually that's actually it. If you're not trying to keep it personalized and, and, and just go come out of the blue, then um, yeah, people just don't. Mistake number three, you said we've already talked about this, so I will mention it and then move on. Um, not establishing the personal connection. Okay. So we've, we've already talked about that. Um, but mistake four, offering too many benefits. So if you, again, we've just mentioned this about kind of focus, uh, kind of maybe just on one or two points. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you give them too much, uh, then it's just 
it, it seems a bit disingenuous in terms of like, well, but how can you do that? It, it doesn't seem right. It seems something weird. It's about, it's like those, um, <laughs> open this email and I can show you how to make your, your business $1 million rich in 18 months. It's like, well, it's never going to happen. It's <laughs> like, it just, yeah. yeah, yeah, over-promising, making promises yeah. that you just, just, live just, up to it. You know, and, and yeah. No, no, sorry. Uh, I wanted to say, yeah, and it just comes back down to the fact that you shouldn't, yeah, also just keep it, everything comes back to keeping it genuine and real and yeah, not trying yeah. to trick people. And that's with everything in business, obviously. I mean, in the end, it all always comes out, but um, people tend to forget that. And, you know, in, in, in the short, it might, I think lots of starters, well, that's an assumption, lots of starters do, it's, it's just experience as well. Because uh, when you know it's not working out, then you try a different approach, obviously. And I think lots of startups try to directly sell their product, you know, like, hey, this is what I do and this is what I offer. And, um, it's a mistake. Yeah, well, that's so mistake number out. five. The it's last a- one is just not following up. Um, there was a statistic I went we're actually going to have them hopefully as guests on the show uh, fairly soon um, I went to a seminar worked on mm-hmm. a seminar really interesting about uh, trade show exhibitions doesn't matter what background you're from but just just in terms of the cost um, how mm-hmm. best to promote yourself anyway they said about all the money that's spent uh, to, to get businesses there and standing there all the teams when you've got all your leads um, only 13% of businesses actually follow up the leads from the trade show. So a trade show might cost maybe $50,000, $100,000, uh, but only 13%, this is a worldwide average, uh, about 13% of uh, businesses only follow up their mm-hmm. leads. It's such a waste. Apps is, you've got all that information there. You don't even do anything with it. And, and that's the same with the emails that you might get one or two responses and you just don't follow up for whatever reason. But you need to follow up, even the answer is nothing. If it's quiet, definitely follow up because is it sometimes you have? To, is it three times you might have to speak to somebody? I think some sort of an average. Yeah, that's that's the number they uh, they say it takes to convince someone to yeah. take your service or product. Say- I mean, unless unless the. Didn't I, I? I believe that's incorrect. Unless the need is right. really there, unless they, the, uh, yeah, the urgency, the urgent, unless the need and the urgency is there, they obviously try to going to reach out to you straight away. But if it's not, I guess that's the number. If it's if they need to be making yeah. aware of it that they need it, you know, something like that. <laughs> I hope that makes yeah, sense. No, it's, 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 it's a really good. Uh, blog um so i'll pop it in the show notes because there's a little bit more detail than what we've gone through um but if you're into cold sales or you've never yeah. done cold sales before um hopefully some of this uh, has, has helped you and um if you've uh, got your own comments 
maybe we've got it wrong, let us know. We'd love to, to hear. Yeah, please. I mean, and we're not, again, we're not saying cold selling is not working, but we're just saying if it's not done right, it's super frustrating. It's just better to keep it personalized towards the person, uh, the, the product or, or the niche that you're trying to focus. Um, and I, I'm coming back to this so often, but the three pillars of um, helping someone further along, entertain, and oh, um, what was the last one? Make... Uh, make someone learn something of it, you know, um, just providing that value. Um, it's always interesting to keep that in mind. Otherwise it's not going to work out nowadays. I mean, there's so many people try the wrong ways that we are kind of like resistant to it. You know, we kind of like build up a shield. Like we instantly know if something is value or not. We instantly know if something's bullshit or not. So, Providing real value obviously obviously relates to being relevant to that person is just uh, the main thing to go with nowadays. So keep that in mind. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. I mean, that's our little, well, not so little <laughs> rant on uh, <laughs> Uh, why cold selling can be frustrating again like you mentioned uh, Darren as well um, if anybody thinks differently as a thought train or whatever leave it down in the comments any tips for our podcast uh, as well ideas stuff that we could talk about just let us know we would love to hear it leave a like and subscribe to all our channels obviously and if you like it that much, tell your friends about it. Um, and on social media, for Twitter, it's MKTG Plugged In. And all the other socials, it's Marketing Plugged In Podcast. Darren, I want thank to you. thank you for your time. And uh, want to thank the audience uh, for listening as well. Thing. And we'll talk next week. Play that jingle. All right. Take care.